If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. This is what most people do not understand when it comes to stress. And the truth is most people aren't stressed. There are other things that are triggering that in the first place. The most driven people in the world want to build great empires and leave a great legacy. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is my attempt at documenting the lessons I'm learning on my way to building a $100 million empire that helps people perform better in life and business. My hope is that you use these lessons to live a kick-ass life while building your own empire and leaving a powerful legacy. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about stress and why when people say I'm stressed, it's not normally the case. There's a whole bunch of other things that are going on that they're not identifying, which is normally the reason why most people keep saying things like I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, and they always seem to consistently be stressed. So let's go through and navigate how we unstress ourselves. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. First of all, before I start, I wanna give a massive shout out to some of the awesome community members that we have here as part of the Driven Mofo community. I know that I keep asking for people to give us a shout out, to share, and these are just some of the ones that have come up in the last week. So I wanna give a massive shout out to the community members who are sharing this podcast, who are rating and reviewing it, who are letting other people know about this. And so I just wanna give a massive shout out to Dale White. I know you popped up a message in our No BS Business Hack Facebook group. And in there you said the episodes are hot, especially the ones where you go on a rant. And then Lynn Matthews jumped in as well. And uh, shout out to Lynn. And Lynn said, I second that. I love the rants. And then you also posted that you especially love the one where I went on a rant about university. So a huge shout out to all those who keep rating and reviewing the podcast and also sharing it on your social media platforms. All right, let's get into stress. Now, this happened the other day where I was with a staff member and they said, you know, I'm just really stressed out. And they kept using this term stress. And I noticed that it had become a pattern of behavior over the last week. So what I did was I had a chat with them. Now we were on a, on a walk and I just said, look, let's go over stress. Let's see what it is. Now, the first thing is, is if ever you're stressed or if you're in a management or leadership position and someone in your team is stressed, what you want to do is you always need to start with good questions. If you haven't listened to a lot of the podcasts that I've done on question asking, or you're someone who is in a leadership role or a leadership position, I highly recommend coming to our Thrive Time event. And then after that, it opens opens up another event called Triumph. Now you can't do this event without doing Thrive Time first because you have to know your own success map in life if you want to lead other people. But at Triumph, I go through and I spend a lot of time on communication, negotiation, and all the things that help you to drive and lead other people. Now in there, I spend a lot of time going over question asking because it is one of the best weapons that you will have in communicating. Now, most people don't ask good questions, which is the reason why they're normally poor at negotiation, poor at leadership, poor at management, and also poor at self-management. I know the better the questions are, I ask, the better the results that I get, both within my own life and with the team. So what we want to do is we want to start with step number one, which is you've got to ask really good questions first. And so when we were walking, I just started asking questions like, why do you think you're stressed? And then what they said is, it's just a workload. The workload is really stressful. There's a lot on. I've got a lot of shit to do. Now, if you're a business owner or you work for a business that is driven to achieve more, like if, if you want a lazy job and you just want to cruise along and have no progression and no growth, then probably go and get a job 
job for a government department or some company that has been around for a long, long time where everything is just cruisy, they have a lot of cash in the bank, and they're not really pushing for growth. But even then, that can come at a cost. And there are a lot of people who work in government agencies that say, you know, it takes forever to fucking change anything. It, this place sucks because nothing ever changes. They've got the same leaders, the same managers. So this is unfortunately the challenge with all different scales of business. There are always problems to every business and at every level. If you're in a large corporate organization, it can take forever to get things approved. If you're in a large government organization, there's a lot of red tape, a lot of politics. Things just take forever to change. And that's completely normal in a big business because you've got to change processes. You've got to change systems. You've got to retrain staff. So it becomes very, very hard to make change quick in, in most cases. Now, if you're in a small startup business, you have to make changes on a moment by moment basis because there's no systems, no processes, poor leadership, poor management. And so everything is fly by communication. And that's some of the challenges. Then you have businesses that are all different sizes in between those two scales. So every business has challenges. Now, if you're stressed out, like with this person here, they're stressed out because they're working in our business, which we're in scale. So where we've come out of startup, we know we've got a product to market fit. We are putting in more processes, more systems, things like that. We're delegating more responsibilities, more accountabilities. But at the same time, we're moving from startup to scale. So it is important if you're a business owner to know what level you're in. And I talk a lot about this at our business growth odyssey events, which is our 12 month business growth mastermind. The reason why I talk about it so much is because if you know what level of business that you're in, you also know what levels of problems that you're going to consistently face as you grow towards the next level. If you don't, they'll blindside you and you get stressed out and you get frustrated. So in our scale or our size of business, things change rapidly. And there is also a decent amount of work because there's not enough staff at the moment. And there's not enough staff because there's not enough cash flow to then be able to consistently grow into more and more staff at the speed that we want, right? There's, there is cash flow coming in but it's just at the speed that you want to be able to delegate effectively to make sure that the systems and the processes are put in place because if not, it just ends up a huge clusterfuck again. And so I'm sure there are a lot of business owners that are listening to this that understand that situation. First of all, we ask good questions. Then from there, when I asked, you know, why are you stressed? Like, tell me what you think is causing you the stress. They said the workload. So is it really the workload or is there other things going on? So we're gonna dive deeper than that. And so as I'm walking with this person, I just said, look, let, let's keep diving deeper. And I said, well, what do you think is stressing you out about the workload? And they said, there's just too much. And I said, okay, so what specifically is it about the workload that's stressing you out? And they said, well, it just keeps coming. And then I went, ah, I know what it is. So normally when most people get stressed, there are external circumstances that are triggering their internal states. Now, when they're talking about stress, there are different types of stress. Now, if you go and read the book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy by Paul Check, he talks about six main stresses of the human organism. For instance, there are things like chemical stress. So if you're working with chemicals consistently, that can cause more of a toxic load on your body. And so that is gonna stress your body out a little bit more. Then you have things like mental stress. Then we have thermal stress. So if you're going from very hot to very cold environments consistently, that causes a thermal stress. We have these different stresses, but when most people think about stress, they're thinking about mental and emotional stress. So when this staff member was talking about stress. I knew that it was probably going to be a, a mental stress. I know that mental stress is normally a perception. Now, if you've done our Thrive Time event, you'll hear me talk about this quite a lot and using the balancing processes and the tools that I teach in that event. So what I said to them was, I understand the stress is there, but what we also know is that stress is probably your emotional state. So what's going on with your emotions? Why are your emotions out of balance for you to label that as stress? Like what's going on? And they said, well, the thing is that the workload is just too much. And then so I just start feeling stressed. So now what I know is based on the facts that they've given me, that first of all, they're having trouble controlling their emotions currently. But there's also other stuff that's going on. So as we 
sort of went into a bit of a deep dive into why that was. We're also getting some feedback that the workload's too high. Now, if the workload's too high, it's probably because they're struggling to prioritize what's important and what's not important. So then what I did was when we got home from our walk, I sat down and I went through and I said, right, I want you to write me a list of everything that you've got on your mind right now in regards to work and your workload. And so when they wrote a list, I asked them what's important. And what was happening was they were going, this is important, but this is also important. And this is also important. And then I said, well, what are you going to do first? What's the number one priority? And then they sat there and they went, shit, I don't know. It's just that like, I've got to get this done, but I've also got to get this done. And, and I don't know. And so I could see them straight away becoming overwhelmed. And so that overwhelm was the inability to prioritize effectively. But if we dive a little bit deeper and we again ask better questions. So the question that I asked was, what do you think is important to me as the director of the business? And they said, well, I don't know, it all is. So you can see now that they're getting stressed out because in their own mindset, in their psychology, in their brain, they're thinking, I've got to get all this stuff done in order to make Michael happy and in order for the business to grow and move forward. But at the same time, if I do one thing, I'm not doing something else. And if I'm not doing that thing, then I'm not doing the other thing, which now is making me overwhelmed. That overwhelm is stressing me out. And then when we started going on the walk, they said, I'm just stressed. This is why question asking is so important and also understanding human behavior. Hey, Driven Mofos, if you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. What I knew there was that we've got an inability to manage our emotional states, number one. Then the second thing, and that's the emotional stress and the perception of overwhelm. Then we also have the inability to prioritize effectively. But then we've got to ask another question, and that is why are they struggling to prioritize effectively? Now, there's two things. Number one, they don't know what the priorities really are from the key decision maker. Then the second thing is probably a lack of communication or the ability to communicate effectively. Because if this person had come to me and said, look, there's just a heap of shit that I've got going on at the moment. I just need to know from you, what is the number one priority? And then what is the second most important thing? Then I could give them their priorities and they could then work through those priorities. So essentially what has happened or what they're unaware of is number one, because of their inability to communicate effectively with me, they don't really know what the priorities are. Because they don't know what the priorities are, they can't prioritize effectively, which then now has made them overwhelmed. That overwhelm then is coming out as emotional instability, which then they've labeled as stress. So you can see there's this big causal chain going on or this big chain that's happening within this person's mind or within this person's life that they just label as stress. And this is the majority of our society. Now, the more you understand human behavior, the more you can navigate this. The less you understand about human behavior, the more you just get people saying things like, oh, I'm just stressed all the time, or I just fucking hate my job, or I just don't know what to do anymore. It's because they have an inability to navigate conversations, to prioritize effectively, to delegate effectively, to ask the right questions, to ask themselves the right questions, to navigate their own mental and emotional imbalances. And so you can see how easy it is for most people in life to be ineffective. Now, if you're ineffective in life, you could potentially be one of those people who look out at other people that are crushing results in life and going, oh, I bet they're ripping people off. I bet they're scammers. They must be doing something dodgy because I work hard and they can't work harder than me. And I hear this all the time, especially with trade-based business owners where they go, oh, it's easy for them because they don't have to be on the tools and they don't have to do all this shit. And you know, when they're 50, they're going to want to retire and blah, blah, blah. There's always an excuse. And for a lot of those people, they will say things like that because they don't know how to grow. They don't know how to learn. They don't know how to grow out of their position. So I'll give you an example. Recently, I was talking to a trade-based business owner 
And they just said something along the lines of, well, it's easy for you because you sit in an office all day. Well, it's easy for me because I sit in an office all day. I don't have to be on the tools or be out on job sites and things like that because I choose not to do that. And even if I did have a trade-based business, I would still be able to sit in the office the majority of the day because I would have other people doing those roles. Now, how am I able to do that? Because I've asked the right questions, I've created the right plan, I will consistently learn and grow into that position. Now, that might be a bit easier said than done. I know that there's probably some people who are listening to this now who are a bit pissed off that I even said that, but that's the truth, right? There are plenty of trade-based business owners that spend their whole life sitting in an office. And then there are a whole bunch of trade-based business owners that have been doing their business for the last 30 years and they're still stuck on the tools. So it's not the circumstance that is the problem. It's the way that someone thinks through the problem and the way that they navigate it based on the knowledge that they have. So the more knowledge that you have, the easier it is to then change your mindset, to change your psychology, to analyze situations, to then be able to create the situation, the scenario that you want. And that's the same as this situation here. When this person just labels it as stress and I'm stressed and they keep reinforcing, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, I'm stressed, then they're going to react stressed. When they react stressed, they've already got a reason for why they feel the way that they feel. By feeling the way that they feel, then they're responding to that through their habits. And those habits then are consistently being reinforced by their behavior. So they're running around feeling all stressed out, getting overwhelmed. And then when they're overwhelmed, they're not being as effective as what they could. They've got to go for walks. They need downtime and chill time. Whereas for somebody who is more effective, they can work 15, 16 hours a day flat out because they don't need to have that time off to rest, which essentially helps them deal with their overwhelm or their anxiety or whatever. So coming back to this scenario, once I showed this person, right, what we're going to do is we are, first of all, we're going to prioritize. I'm going to now give you the priorities, which will help you. But next time you're overwhelmed, come to me and ask me the question. So now we've got a solution here. I want you to come to me and say, I'm overwhelmed because I don't know my priorities. Here is a list of things that I've written down that I think is important, but I just want to get your feedback on what your number one is. Now, if they had done that in the start, they probably wouldn't have been stressed because they would have known what was important to me as the director of the company. Then from there, we were able to then prioritize. And then I gave them some of the tools that we teach at Thrive Time. They've done Thrive Time plenty of times now where they were able to go back, balance out their emotional states and bang, now the stress is gone. They know how to prioritize. So the overwhelm is gone. They know the expectations. So that's easy. They've been able to deal with their emotional states and bang, stress is gone. So it's not the external circumstance that made them stressed. It's the way that they navigated that situation. Now, if you want to lead others more effectively, if you want to be a better manager, if you want to be someone that is able to navigate life more effectively, then you really do have to ask some really good questions and dive below the surface level shit that most people operate in. And as you can see there, it wasn't just as easy as going, oh, we stress, maybe just need some time off. That wasn't the case at all. It was let's go back through and let's try to figure this out. And there were some assumptions that I made straight away that when I was talking to this person, I knew that when they said, I'm stressed, I knew that there was something more underlying. So asking good questions when they said, there's just too much stuff going on. I made the assumption that the prioritization that they were working with was ineffective or they weren't prioritizing at all. And that was the case. And then from there, you've got to ask the question, why aren't they prioritizing effectively? So one of the best things that you can consistently ask yourself is why? And that's something that's probably led to me creating some of the best courses on the planet in regards to human behavior and also business, I believe, because if you don't ask why enough, you'll never get the real answers. And I think most people just do surface level shit because they don't ask why. I've asked since a young age, why am I alive? Why am I here? What's the purpose of life? Why do we exist? There's some pretty deep questions. When I was a kid going to school, I asked, why is it that some kids are cool and other kids aren't? Why is that? And so I started navigating those questions. And most days I ask the real deep questions that I need to ask in order to navigate life. I don't always do 
it, but I think it helps massively. I don't think most people ask good questions. They give statements. Work shit. My boss is an asshole. My relationship's falling apart. Um, this person does this. So they're statements. Statements shut us off from thinking. Questions open us up to thinking. And then we have good questions and shitty questions. Like asking, why is my life so shit? That is a crappy question. If you ask, how can I improve the quality of my life? What do I need to do to make some changes? Is there anything that I could do today that would change the way I feel or the way I think? Now, by asking quality questions, you're going to get quality answers. By having quality answers, you're going to be able to navigate life much more effectively. And I really do believe that most people spend their life giving statements, not asking questions. So there's probably the biggest challenge that most people face in life straight up because nothing changes if you don't ask the right questions in order to navigate change. You'll just keep doing what you do. And that's most people justify their positions. You know, I hear people all the time, especially on social media, they will justify their position. They will justify why they're a victim of circumstance, not that they're the creator of their circumstance or that they keep putting themselves in situations or they keep doing things that lead to those circumstances. And so unless you're going to take responsibility for your life, then you're never going to be responsible for your life. It's that simple. So by asking good questions, you can navigate your life more effectively. Anyway, I hope that helps driven mofos. I, I just really wanted to share because I know there are a lot of people out there who talk about being stressed or frustrated or that they've got to deal with staff members or people around them that say things like I'm stressed or I'm upset or I'm sad or you know, I'm angry. But if you don't ask the right questions, you can't dive below the surface to try to figure out why those triggers are there or why those things are happening. All right, driven mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking huge goals. And thank you for all those who keep sharing this podcast. Thanks everyone.